0: What's your brand? Usually when people are asked that question, they'll talk about their product brand, sometimes their company brand. But what about their personal brand?
1: We all have uh, a, a personal brand. Everyone does.
0: Hi, I'm Irene Silber. Michael Watrous is president and CEO of Straightline, a branding company that works around the globe. Guatris recently sat down with the Vanguard Network's Ken Banta to talk about the importance of personal brand, particularly for
1: C-suite executives. All uh, brands exist in every place. Uh, Corporate brands, product brands, you have uh, the personal brand. So we all have a personal brand. Uh, I think in the case of uh, uh, a personal brand uh, in the C-suite, shall we say, uh, is how that, uh, uh, how that brand is perceived by others, uh, uh, other stakeholders within the organization, and uh, how that persona of that executive plays to those stakeholders. So uh, it's very much like a corporate brand, except in the corporate brand and the personal brand, the personal brand executive is the steward of the brand. Uh, or shall we say, carries the brand flag. But we, we all have uh, a, a personal brand. Everyone does. So, uh,
2: you know, I think it's interesting, uh, Michael, that uh, there's a, there is sort of like overlapping circles in my mind between the personal brand and the corporate brand. And by that, I mean that an executive will take his or her brand with them wherever they go. Yep. Uh, they're not going to take the corporation with them wherever they go. And that's also the reason why they need a personal brand that is uh, distinct from the uh, corporate one. It has to be consistent, but I think it's important that they have a distinct but consistent brand. And, uh, for example, it's important if they uh, want to be become well-known as a commentator on, on leadership or other topics, or if they uh, want to get a board position with other companies right. uh, it's less likely that that's going to happen if they're only known as that guy or woman who sits in the corporate suite over at X company. Yep. Uh, they'll get much further if they are, you know, that very successful uh, person at X company who also has a really distinctive uh, leadership capability that that we want to have or that we think is, is valuable.
1: Let's take Apple, for example. Steve Jobs was an icon, uh, a very uh, a genius and created uh, an incredible brand. Uh, unfortunately he passed away. Uh, A lot of, uh, big shoes to fill. And you get Tim Cook who comes in, uh, very much in a different style than, uh, Steve Jobs, but yet able to carry the Apple, shall we say, brand extremely well in his own style, but very much within the Apple. Uh, uh shall we say, formula. And he's done an incredible job of it. Uh, everybody thought no one could fill those shoes. And I think here's a, uh, an example of where someone came in, carried the brand, took it to a new place, and look where Apple is today. Another iconic brand, just in, in who he is, Elon Musk. Uh, he's a genius, Tesla, it's SpaceX, it's all the other uh, businesses and and ideas that Elon Musk has. Now, if Elon Musk were to get hit by a bus, God forbid, uh, I think uh, his businesses would have an incredibly difficult time. Uh, Perhaps there's too much of Elon Musk in the brand. Uh, the personal brand and the corporate brand are are so connected at the hip that uh, it would be difficult for someone to uh, to come in and replace him because he's he's very different than most CEOs and I have a tremendous amount of respect for him.
2: It's an interesting uh, situation. You know, he's a particular thing, which is a uh, a uh, astonishing entrepreneur. And yep. uh, boards generally don't uh, find entrepreneurs; they find uh, CEOs who will carry things forward. So, someone who's had great success running big, complicated organizations, charismatic leader, yep. and also able to work with the board, uh, which is probably not what Elon Musk gets today.
1: Well, Elon Musk has his own style, and uh, again, I go back to someone using the Tim Cook analogy, who could come in and uh, carry on the mission and. Uh, look Tim's done a great job with Apple uh, and and I think some there are Tim Cooks who could come in and do I think the same at uh, replacing an Elon Musk should uh, he be hit by the proverbial bus uh,
2: yeah but moving maybe moving to another uh, yeah. of this, uh, of perception um, you know I think we all uh, take it as given that uh, brand is uh, very heavily based on perceptions or, or it's really perceptions yep. uh, and I think that's right uh, but Michael what's your what's your sense of how important the perception management piece is
1: well it's really all about perception and how you play out that perception how you act within that environment whether you're in a boardroom whether you're in the c-suite uh, and how people and what people take away from that perception so it isn't so much about you or that individual, in my opinion, it's what people take away from what they think about you. You know, what's the old saying, Ken? Uh, I I may not get this 100% right, but it's, It's not what they say about you when you're in the room. It's what they say about you when you've left the room. Well, you know, I think perception uh, is important, and uh, uh, but it's in the minds of the people who are looking at you, not so much you looking at them.
2: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, What I've um, observed, uh, in addition to this, though, is that uh, perception is uh, really heavily. Uh, influenced or driven by behavior and so if someone is a, uh, has a, behaves in a very uh, forthright or transparent way or they're very uh, self-deprecating or they have a great sense of humor uh, that becomes part of their uh, their brand uh, yeah. and they may want to emphasize those things and then do things that demonstrate those things yep. Equally, people who uh, think that they can create a brand that isn't really I guess isn't authentic it's actually worse than doing nothing at all because uh, then you've got a, a kind of yeah. external. You're trying to convey a perception that isn't supported, and so I guess yeah. in a way, the perception is not real, or the perception is undermined by what you what you really are doing.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, George Burns once said that sincerity is the most important thing. If if you can fake that, you got it made. <laughs> and uh, uh, I think. Uh, I think transparency, honesty. Uh, I think being authentic is very, very important. Look, everyone has their own style, uh, their own management style, their own leadership style. Uh, no no two people are alike. Uh, but I think being authentic, being honest, real, transparent, being a leader who communicates, uh, and and who doesn't try to be fake? Uh, and and unfortunately, there are many leaders who are that way. And I think today in today's world, it's so easy to see through that. And uh, uh, you know, news is instant. And uh, being authentic and being honest and real, and most importantly, communicating, life sciences is still getting out of the dark ages and, uh, uh, you know, up until recently, it's always been about product. It's always been about the the big blockbuster or the next, uh, you know, the next uh, big product and not so much about the, shall we say, the, the personal brand or even the corporate brand. It's really been product focused. And I think in life sciences, you're starting to see the importance or C-suite executives are starting to see the importance of uh, the personal brand and and of of course the corporate brand. And the products of course are important. Products are important in any business, not just life sciences. I mean, if you're making widgets, you gotta make widgets, but at the same time, it's the people behind making the widgets that uh, are important and their persona, their personal brand and the corporate brand. Uh, is very important. But unfortunately, in life sciences and in healthcare in general across the board, uh, it's always been about the product. But I think that's changing. Would you agree to that, Ken?
2: Uh, yeah, you know, I do, Michael. And uh, at the same time, I think uh, what's happening today with the uh, COVID uh, pandemic is something very interesting, which is for the first time in, in decades, probably, uh, life sciences are... Uh, acceptable, uh, people to have a dinner. They're the, uh, these are the people who are bringing a, a new vaccines to the world. Yeah. And I think suddenly there's this, uh, transformed view of these companies from being, uh, really, uh, rapacious, uh, money focused organizations to, to science, uh, focused companies that are, that are ch- saving the world. Yeah. And so, uh, but the question is, what do you do about it? And how do you uh, make that, beneficial for the long run for everybody. But what's the role of the CEO and the the people in the C-suite in all of this? And I think that um, what they can be is, um, if they do it right, is to be seen as personal champions of uh, health science and uh, of doing things right and saving lives. And uh, that's not um, separate from the company they're in, but it's the personal side of it. No, a company cannot have personal attributes like this, but an individual yep. can, and uh, CEOs and C-suite leaders in life sciences have a unique opportunity to be the, uh, the persona, the personal face of yep. this mindset. You know, my, my message to all of our life science uh, 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 participants would be to, to really think about that aspect of the personal
1: brand. I would agree, Ken. I think it's an opportunity to educate us, to inform us, It would be good just in general to to have more information. And I have to say what I dislike is these commercials that talk about happy people running around and, you know, take this pill and, you know, you're going to be okay. And then, of course, they spend the next 10 minutes talking about, well, if you take this pill, you could get a stroke or a heart attack or it can cause cancer. And it has, you know, a million little uh, side effects. But you know, at the end of the day, why not just get rid of all that and, you know, go on TV and talk about uh, science and talk about the importance of what they're doing and communicating honestly and openly because people, uh, the the everyday person really has very little understanding. And and that's a space where, you know, we're talking about medicine and uh, it affects us all. That was Michael Watrous, president and CEO
0: of Streetline, a global branding company, talking with the Vanguard Network's Ken Banta. Real leadership podcasts are just one of the membership benefits of the Vanguard Network, which organizes events, publishes content, and connects C-suite leaders. Our mission is building high-performance leadership. If you'd like more information about us, please visit our website at thevanguardnetwork.com. I'm Irene Silberth. Thanks for listening.